0: Pookie Tuesday. Show me how he works, okay?
1: Hi, I'm Andy. What's your name? Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end.
2: Wow, he's something, isn't he? Hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson.
1: I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff. And this is a very special episode because... This is the first episode of something very special we're doing here at Spooky Tuesday. It is officially doll month, motherfuckers. (laughs) upgrade and get one of those like shock jock kind of uh <laughs> like sound effects air boxes? horn yeah for sure that just says doll month 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 maybe one like of that. us just like
0: buys a whole keyboard that has like sound effects on the keys you know
1: Ooh, and then James we has could also keyboard. be
0: a musical podcast
1: oh my god wow okay something to consider but anyway, doll month is a horrible idea hatched in hell that we all love. <laughs> <laughs> and basically for the next month, all you get is doll shit from us. Nothing else. Dolls, marionettes. Pretty much that's it. Dolls and marionettes. Puppets. <laughs> but that's kind of the same thing as marionettes. Puppets. Sorry. Yeah. Marionettes well, is the more fun word to say than vent- ventriloquist dummies. Yes, Can we have one of those. That's it too. We have a ventriloquist do. doll coming wow. up as well. Wow! What a I variety know, of dolls. A variety, truly. We're going across the whole spectrum of dolls. I will be bringing in a doll from my own childhood home to be a guest on one of our next, probably on uh, our Annabelle creation episode. But today, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Today, we're starting with the OG. This is not the first, but it is the most well-known, probably. I would say. Um, we are starting with 1988's glorious film, Child's Play. And, I mean, I've seen this movie only once before, and it is more fucked than I was expecting. Something about that 88, kind of, not CGI, but puppeteer work that comes with any film just really hits nice in this one. Um, but I know Sydney's seen it before. Chelsea, this was your first time? This my
0: first time. Um oh obviously God. I had a cultural awareness of Chucky although I spelled his name wrong um until halfway into the movie in my notes. You know I just spelled it like Chucky Finster from Rugrats. Um not correct in this case although he is also a redhead, um a true redhead king. But <laughs> You know, I had some awareness. I have some awareness of Tiffany, who's from Bride of Chucky, which is, like, the third sequel, maybe. Because um, they go, like, Chucky, Chucky, 2, Chucky, 3,
1: Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. And then things kind of go off the rails after There's that. A curse of Chucky, I do yeah. believe. There is also a cult cult of Chucky and then there, was, and a there 2019- was the remake yeah exactly there's a 2019 remake
0: Child's Play which I almost watched on accident at first um
2: I heard it's actually pretty good I haven't seen that one because I love the original one so much but totally like reading I about it, of it really a lot bad. of people said it well
0: on Rotten Tomatoes it it got like 63% fresh or something like that which is comparable to how the original performed um so I would be curious to watch and see how it goes it like the Chucky sequel is very much veered into silly horror comedy territory this was very much like a straight shooter scary even though obviously it's it's the same kind of thing where we were talking about um, on the ready or not episode where it's like, it was very terrifying to people at the time. Looking back, it's kind of just campy and funny to us. Um, But it was trying to be serious. And I think they really kept that same vibe for the reboot. Um, But, but this one it's, it's, you know, you know, we're watching it in a 2021 lens and it's very silly and it's, and it's just very funny. Um I
1: still felt fear though. Okay. You did?
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I just This movie you go, This you movie go. is so good because it has so many different elements of like multiple horror movies, like all in one. Mm-hmm, you have yeah. a doll that is possessed. Um, you have the slasher killer that is catching up with its victims. You have the helpless child that should not be left alone. It's a psychological horror as well because it kind of lingers with you, especially when you're young. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then it's gory. Like, yeah. there's some gore to it. And did either of you have a buddy doll doll? growing up do either of you know what a buddy doll is I didn't know know it was a real thing until
1: I was reading the trivia and I was like oh so unfortunate that this movie destroyed that entire line of
2: dolls (laughs) we had a friend a family friend who I love dearly named Kayla and she had a buddy doll that she's they, they still have I'm sure and she was obsessed with this doll and I a small child who watched Chucky way too early because that is Monica's face I think she just googled what a buddy doll doll. okay the buddy doll looks literally
1: exactly like Andy exactly like Andy that is
2: Andy the child from this film Yes, and, like, Chucky looks, like, creepily like it, except it's a redhead, and what are, what is this movie saying about redheads? I know, it's <laughs> like, more what? slander on the
1: name of redheads everywhere. Um, I <laughs> and will, we love I,
2: redheads I, on this podcast, yeah, so. I was gonna say, I'm
0: gonna stand up for redheads here, but I don't, I don't need to defend redheads, everybody knows that, um, they're, they're great, and, I not people murderous just dolls like the rest of us, but I'm just I just am, they're not different you know they're they're just people and some of them are my best friends um anyway <laughs> but- <laughs> But I looked I also looked up Buddy Dolls when I was reading IMDb trivia. I also looked up the Corky Doll. I'm sorry, I'm charging along. Um, I looked up the Corky Doll, who is also a redhead. And when you look at the Corky Doll and also the Buddy Doll, it is very clear that someone said um, these two dolls are gay and they made a baby and that baby is, I believe his name in the movie is actually Oscar. I don't know if that was just the doll in the commercial, but the good guy's doll introduces himself in the commercial as Oscar. I do wonder, okay, I'm going to launch into some movie talk real quick instead of, of prefacing or whatever, but in the movie, let's launch in. Let's go baby. (laughs) Um, But in the movie, in the commercial we see the good guys commercial the doll is named oscar and then immediately when they get the doll the mom um who is the mom from seventh heaven by the way did you guys
1: yes because oh, I, yeah, I know yeah i was a christian child at one point in my life and i was like <laughs> i love seventh heaven i'm eating up all of this propaganda me and mommy and daddy watched it every monday <laughs> did you really Yes, we
2: did. (laughs) Oh my god, I
1: definitely watched it after school because it was part of the like
0: um, Fox Family back when it was Fox Family. It was part of Uh, Fox Family after school programming with Gilmore Girls, and so like I would watch all those shows when I got home from school. Um, But what is insane to me is that Child's Play came out in 1988, and then they were like, what if we took the mom from Child's Play and put her in the most wholesome family show ever? <laughs> um, and then Seventh Heaven came later. But they covered serious storylines, you guys. Like one episode, Mary Camden gave somebody Tylenol, and it was a big deal.
1: Um, <sighs> oh, my <laughs> God. Hard drugs? Hard <laughs> drugs at help. school? Can
0: you believe her? <laughs>
1: um, no, that's not anyway. So the mom
0: from 7th Heaven is in this movie, but her name is Karen Barclay, um, and she really wants to buy this good guy's doll for her son for his birthday. The dad is dead um they don't really lay that out clearly <laughs> yet in the beginning for you but it's like i didn't know oh no, was she is poor ish even though they have this nice apartment and he has all these other toys but she's having trouble affording this doll she just like didn't save up early in the month and then her best friend whom i'm in love with um yeah Aunt Maggie yeah. is like don't worry there's somebody in the alley who's selling this doll for cheap it's not suspicious you should buy it and she's it's like a doll
1: peddler the the, the doll peddler, peddler that's in always in the alley that's always selling dolls is here and it has that one doll you want. I, I thought that whole peddlers idea of that are was in the alley. Exciting. Yeah, you know you
2: know what how what peddlers are like. Um I would love to buy my child a gigantic creepy doll. It's so from, big It's you like A sketchy man in an alley behind my department store job. That's on my parenting list that I hope that oh, I can experience one day.
1: I know you will do that. And also, I would like to dabble in the doll black market. Because I <laughs> believe that I was like, haha, this is hilarious. It's like there's a doll black market. And then I thought about it for one second more, and I was like, of course, Monica, of course, there's a doll black market. There's a hundred percent like a oh, yeah. like a Silk Road channel that's all about dolls. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And I mean, there are always those things where it's like this crazy. Christmas, the hot doll is XYZ, and it sold out in September, so better luck next
1: year, parents. Tickle Me Elmo. I remember the Tickle Me Elmo hype was unreal. You want a Tickle Me wow. Elmo? You have to so- sell, like, a body part in order to get one. Another redhead doll, by the way.
2: <gasps> Whoa. Wow. There was some egg <laughs> something recently. And oh, the Hatchimals! Yes! And my mom had, like, two, and she was buying them for my cousin. Mm -hmm. Um, But my cousin ended up getting them, and so my mom put them on eBay and just let them bid out, and she made, like, hundreds of dollars off of these two eggs.
0: Wow. Kids get, like, obsessed with whatever the hot toy is, and then parents just have to um, either – be resigned to their child hating them or they have to sell their soul for a a good guy's doll you know what i mean um so Mm -hmm. she gets there and the guy's like 50 bucks and she's like and maggie's like she'll give you 10 he says 30 seventh heaven mom is like perfect i'll do that um so she buys this back alley doll for her son but when they bring it home they're like, here's the doll. It's The box, enormous. Can't get over that. Can't overstate it. So large. Truly this the size is, of the child. Yeah, the, the size of the child. 100%. Um, also, but then I really
1: like, like that the doll is so large, and at times in the movie, it is even larger. The size of Chucky e varies <laughs> throughout the film, and it's spectacular. <laughs>
0: But I just, um, I found it very interesting that when he opened the doll up, the doll immediately is like, hi, I'm Chucky. And it's like, okay, do all the dolls have different names And just the one in the commercial is Oscar? Did that not immediately red flag this doll is different? Something is wrong here with this back alley doll?
2: No, 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 no. In the movie, they say, like, all the dolls come with their own name. Like, they're they all different I was names.
0: wondering that. And yeah. I was like, from a production standpoint, that seems difficult to do. But also, it's a movie. You know.
1: There's probably, like, ten names. And ten they names. Them. Steven, John, it. Oscar, Chucky. Chuck- <laughs> <laughs> Those, are are names. Names. Those are all the names. Those are all David. No J names. <laughs> No, Zachariah Maybe. Ooh, I'd love a little Zachariah and the little and the little overalls.
0: Very cute. Yeah, I feel like Zachariah would be a good one. Um. Okay. I. Well, then I just spent a lot of time <laughs> setting up the movie for appointment. Did not pay off. I will say there were a lot of times watching this movie where I was like, you know how I um am obnoxious. I guess, is one word you could use if you were mean. Um, But how I will watch a movie and then be like, actually, this doesn't make sense. And, like, why did they do this? And I'll look for, like, the logical things. But I would say a good 75% of the time when I had one in this movie, they would answer it, like, within five minutes. And I was like,
1: whoa, whoa. The plot is airtight. Amazing. (laughs) I love that the movie Child Play, with like a like demonically possessed like doll, has an airtight plot for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like to this movie
2: seals the deal. a degree,
0: to a degree okay. because you know the thing is, I was going to say the first death. It's not the first death because the movie opens with um the Strangler, notorious serial killer. They just called him Ray at first. And I was like, his name is Ray? Why does everybody call him Chucky? And I was getting upset. And then Charles? they introduced his full name as Charles Lee Ray, which they took a little bit from a bunch of other real-life serial killers, which is Love fun. That. Um, Or not it's serial really killers fun. exclusively, because one of them is the guy who assassinated... Yeah, Charlie Manson,
1: Lee Harvey Oswald, right?
0: And then and um, the, the person, person who killed Martin Luther King Jr., which I was like whoa um you know (laughs) you know charles not that charles manson is a fun guy or that his crimes were fun because they certainly were not but to be like i don't know the person who assassinated um a civil rights leader and the person who assassinated a president is a little bit different than serial killer cult leader you know what i mean but i guess in the 80s Maybe they hadn't caught um the night stalker yet, and so you know they were just like wilding out. Um, there were only a
1: few to choose from, and so they did. They made do. <laughs> yeah, and so they were just like Charles Lee Wright.
0: Anyway, that's his name. Um, but so we, the movie opens with him running away from the cops, and then. He is trying to escape them, but he's like, "Oh no, I'm dying! I have to put my soul into this Chucky doll. Well, good guys doll, Oscar or or Zachariah. We don't know what he was originally. <laughs> uh, probably
1: Zachariah. <laughs>
0: that that particular one. Who can say? Um. So he and then in doing that process, his little um bout of witchcraft, lightning strikes the building and
1: explodes
0: it for some reason. Um, yeah.
1: See, here's the whole thing for me. I had, had obviously knew all about Chucky before watching this movie because I'm alive. um, And I've been to Halloween Horror Nights and he's there every year. Um, And, yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure I have, like, a flashbulb memory of being a child at my aunt's house and Bride mm-hmm. of Chucky was on. And I kind of watched it from the other room and it scared the pants off of me. Yeah. And so I... Don't know what I thought was up with Chucky where he was alive. I thought that he just, like, you know, was alive and that was just what was going to happen. I just never expected it to be, like, a serial killer using voodoo witchcraft Uh to, like, impart his soul into the body (laughs) of a little doll. Like, that's not what I expected and I loved that backstory. I also loved the serial killer, what's his name, Charles Lee Ray? Uh That's his name? Charles Lee Ray, I loved his whole look um, and his long <laughs> hair, the big eyes, uh, the suit, and I thought he was kind of hot. And then I felt bad about that.
0: I think that's the right feeling because um, I didn't clock that. But also, you know, to to each their own. It's um, giving me like young Filch energy.
2: <laughs> I am so upset that you just said that. Well, that's okay. true. <laughs> but can we talk about how the cop who who shot him and kills him and is hitting on Seventh Heaven Mom? And I also not thought he was hitting on Seventh Heaven Mom. I'm so glad I agree. you said that. Yeah, she is. Um, He is Prince Humperdinck <laughs> uh-huh. from the Princess Bride. Yes. Yeah yeah he looks familiar and I was like why do I hate his
1: face and then I read the trivia and I was like oh because he's only played horrible characters
2: before (laughs) this one (laughs) yeah I like I've never put the two and two together I've always been like this guy looks so familiar and when doing all my research I was like oh Oh. that makes (laughs) sense
0: (laughs) yeah it's because he has previously played a shithead
1: Mm, Yeah, I will say that, like, I didn't feel any sort of, like, ooh, he's sexy vibes the whole movie, except for at the very beginning, because he was wearing that white cable knit sweater, which I thought was... Oh, interesting choice for like a potential chase cuz it could get very dirty and then it did. But also apparently there's like a deleted part of the movie at the beginning where he was like cross-dressing as a woman undercover. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. I guess
1: the maybe the cable knit sweater was part of that and then he like rips off his dress and his wig at the beginning and then chases after the serial killer. So like I think they should have kept that in. It would have been fun. It was a short movie anyway. They could have added in a few more minutes for me to see him and cross dress. That would be fun for all of us. I, I mean, I think that would,
0: um, appeal to you as as well you know what i mean yes. um uh-huh. but i also I thought at first when you were you, you were saying that that you were still talking about charles lee ray and that you only thought he was sexy in the beginning and not the rest of the movie and i was gonna be like monica the rest of the movie he's a doll but also after the fly like would not be shocked you know like my my standards for you guys are <laughs>
1: No, I will tell you, I'm going to be, this is a point of contention, I'm sure, I'm sure we're not going to see eye to eye here, but Chucky, not hot. I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a question, though. Um, Since it is a live human man, like, in the body of a doll, but he's snuggling with a six-year-old boy all the time. Like, wow. They did a couple different things. So they have
0: some animatronics, um, and then they also have some children who play Chucky at some point, and then they also have um, some little people who play Chucky at some point. So like in the scene when Maggie is there babysitting, and you see Chucky run behind her in the back of the room, that was um, Andy, the actor, Alex Vincent, his younger sister, played Was like a small child running across the room, and in the scene at the end, um, with the fireplace, that was a little person playing Chucky, and because the little person is larger than the Chucky doll is, they also built a a a whole set that was like thirty percent larger than the set they used, so that it would be like to scale. Um, so they were doing a lot of different techniques to bring Chucky Mm -hmm. to life um and i love that and so hopefully well but if it was a real adult actor snuggling with a child you know that's not weird
1: necessarily um I feel like in most of the snuggle scenes, in most of the snuggle scenes, it's pretty clear that Chucky is a doll, like, at that point. Like, it's actually a doll. (laughs) And we don't see um,
0: Chucky, like, moving and saying things very much at that point in the movie.
2: Can we talk about Maggie's death? Because... Yes,
0: that's what I was starting to bring up earlier when I got sidetracked talking about the opening scene.
2: I... I love Maggie as a character. Me too. Uh, she didn't deserve to no. die. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Her death scene, she did deserve that because it was just as iconic as her.
0: It was like um Jada no. Pinkett Smith in Scream 2. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if this character's going to die, they're going to go out in style. And I love that for them.
1: Okay, yes. well, I don't agree because, one, I wanted her to live forever because she's okay. so iconic, and I love that she just absolutely shits on their uh, supervisor. What was his <laughs> name? His name Walter. <laughs> that man should have died. I would have loved to see him die. He was such a douchebag. I hated him, Um, but I just felt bad because, like, she was such an iconic bad bitch even though she gaslit the hell out of Andy but she didn't know she was gaslighting yeah. him okay it's not her fault and
0: and he clearly didn't hold it against her too much because she was calling him a little liar for five minutes straight but then she was like all right anyway good night give Aunt Maggie a kiss and he was like that was yes, a kiss It's very generous it. If it, it didn't come through it sound. <laughs> yeah it was they saw I- a sweet moment I was like all right
1: I just feel bad that she, like, didn't have a chance to, like, put up a fight. She got knocked in the head with literally a child's fake hammer and then (laughs) flew, like, 10 feet through the air into the window and then out 20 stories to her doom. Like, I was like, she deserves, like, an epic fight scene or something, but it was just, like, one and done and it was over. That's true. That but is a little But she did
2: bad, it so well. Yeah.
1: The the absolute
0: drama of her falling out the window was so funny to me, and I just <laughs> loved it so much um, because it was so unbelievably over the top you know what I mean like one little conch and she just goes like tumbling backwards um that was the thing you know people say that this movie was really scary at the time um and I know even people our age who grew up with like well maybe not people our age but people who grew up with like special effects being what they are now can still watch this movie and be scared um especially if you see it at a younger age but to me so many of the the attacks are so comical because, like, they're cartoonish. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah.
1: And and his little angry face, like how they make the puppet look so angry, (laughs) is just hilarious. Well, even that aside,
0: it's like okay. To skip around a little bit um, and just talk about some of the attacks in this movie, you know, Maggie, as we've mentioned, gets one little conk on the head and she goes flying backwards, absolutely soaring through the air um, Mm -hmm. to the degree that she doesn't just bump into the window on the other side of the room she breaks the window and lands on a car below um we also get when when the cop is in the car and oh my god he's just like stabbing with the knife like through the car seat um, the whole chair that's yeah, a, a lot the whole of fabric and the through. cop is just like oh just like hopping around trying to avoid it. Um, and then it like comes up through the seat of the chair and it like almost hits him and his groin. You know what I mean? It's just it was very like silly to me. Um, but I will say some of it was scary, like at the end when he is when Chucky was like stabbing through the door, a clear reference to the shining. And that one actually is a clear reference to the shining. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, but, but some of them were were scarier, like when Doctor Ardmore was attacked at the hospital. That was kinda scary. When John was attacked, um, that was scary, you know? Yeah. Eddie. Oh my God. I
1: liked Eddie's Eddie's death, actually. I thought that one was oh my an interesting. Let's one. let's talk about that because my first thought was just like, why is not one single person on any of these trains that young Andy is on by himself being like, there is a four-year-old, five-year-old child here mm-hmm. and he is alone and he's whispering into a doll's ear the whole ride and no one is watching him. Like, that's a big red flag. I will say, <laughs> like, um, Just one let thing, him go. He's
0: on his commute. Everybody's just like, he's
1: fine. Um...
0: But I loved that, and I don't think this was intentional, I think this was just a little boy being a little boy, but he kept holding Chucky by the neck, um, and I was like, the strangler's getting strangled. Like, this is karmic justice. Um, And I loved that he was just carrying
1: him around by the neck half of the movie. Yeah, and I also thought that um, Andy had, like, an iconic look during that scene, too. He was wearing, like... I guess, like, snow pants that were overalls with a matching jacket that had, like, a very cool applique on the back. And I was just like, mm, swagged out right now. Andy's walking down the street. No one gives a shit that, he's, that he doesn't have any adult with him because he just looks like he knows what he's doing. They trust him. They're like, that <laughs> kid's going
2: places. Listen, in Chicago, if you walk with confidence – nobody will bother you (laughs) it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter if you're a six-year-old and you're like they're like nah they're fine also I forget that you two grow grew up in like southern California and didn't grow up with snowsuits oh yeah that was so common
0: for (laughs) us. Monica and I were not snowsuit public transportation children
1: no. I didn't even get my I, license till I was 21. I was a no transportation child.
2: I didn't grow up with public transportation, but I did seven years in Ohio like a prison <gasps> sentence. Uh, and we <laughs> did have snowsuits.
1: Yeah. i I've only been snowboarding one time, and it was a horrible, hellish experience. And I also... Only want a snowsuit if it's one of those ones from the 80s that's, like, super tight on the bottom and then, like, big poofy jacket on the top. I almost bought one, but then I was like, I'm not going to the snow anytime soon. Not even for leisure, so absolutely not worth the investment.
0: That said he does look iconic and I guess I I mean maybe this is just like 2020 recency bias you know what I mean like latchkey kids were a thing six seems a little young I think it was his sixth birthday and that seems a little young to me to be out and about on your own especially in the middle of a school day you know what I mean he like fully ditches school to do this um but also it wasn't until like the the I think it was the late 80s. I think we've talked about this before with like Jacob Wetterling um and the whole Stranger Danger campaign. Maybe that was around this time or slightly earlier. Can't say off the top of my head. Um but it was different back then. Like kids back then could just like walk home from school by themselves and like have a key to their house and go home or like hang out on the front porch. You know what I mean? Um That wasn't so much a thing when we were little, or at least my mom terrified me um, and traumatized me and told me I would get kidnapped if I ever walked anywhere alone. Um, And I never go anywhere alone to this day. Um, My parents
2: always told me that if I got kidnapped, they would immediately return me after spending like any time with me they'd be like not worth it and I would and it's true like I would walk down the street on like a busy like a busy road and like go buy ice cream by myself or like I was out of the house all day by myself constantly so I have no fear.
0: I mean, I don't want you to be afraid of being kidnapped, but also, um, you're worthy of being kept by any kidnapper out there, Sydney. Don't let <laughs> anybody, anybody tell have, you different.
2: Anybody
1: would have Thank loved you. to steal you, Sydney. Come on. You know, <laughs> don't get kidnapped, but also you're great. <laughs> it's, it's really lovable. all I'm trying to Very communicate. Lovable. Meanwhile, I was an only child, so I wasn't going fucking anywhere without mommy knowing about it and my favorite song growing up was overprotected by Britney Spears so that says it all
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have a question that has been bothering me about this movie oh uh Chucky is even though he's a doll he's a human but he's a doll Mm -hmm. and does he have regular human strength but is doll size does he have child strength does he have superhuman strength like how is he able to like
0: was going in a super different direction and i was getting nervous (laughs) Um,
1: oh god oh no oh (laughs) oh You're no longer the good girl of the pod if you have this dirty of a mind. <laughs> you don't. First of all, you don't
0: even know what I thought it was, and I'm not going to say, but
1: we just all because know. I know Sydney no, doesn't no.
0: mean that I'm not a nice girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but it's like, okay, so for that, me, the scariest part of this movie mm-hmm. is when um, after they find uh, Andy... at Eddie's and the mom goes and they put him in the psych ward and the mom goes back to their house and she's throwing the box away and she sees the batteries that the (gasps) book came with fall out of the box and can and, I just say, uh, what a scam that they're like
0: official Good Guys brand batteries, which means you have to buy right? more Good Guys brand batteries when those ones die instead of regular batteries. This company really was out there doing it all. They're like, we have toys, we have dolls, we have clothes, we have blah, blah, blah. We've got a TV show. Wow.
2: We have batteries. Mer- batteries.
1: This is good, but easy, so right? shoot. <laughs>
2: But so she realizes that this doll's been talking without batteries, so she's like, Oh my god, my son is right. And um uh, eventually she threatens to throw Chucky in the fireplace, mm-hmm. and so he comes to life and is like, You're a fucking slut. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I thought, yeah, it's something
1: it's something like that. was like yeah you you whore or something like really yeah it's like
2: something just like what and he's like but he's like strangling her and she's like having a hard time fighting him off and i'm like he's a doll it shouldn't be that hard but then i'm like does he have, like, adult man strength in a tiny doll body? And because is the body so small, does it make the adult man strength hmm. even stronger? It's something with the magic that he did. The power of the lightning
1: um, is within him, maybe, because he was <laughs> he's, struck he's by it.
0: both a doll and also he's Thor, God of Thunder. Um. Yes,
1: yes, that's
0: clear. <laughs> I thought that was very clear in the film. Um. I mean... That is a that is a good question because I felt that he probably maybe he got stronger as the film went on and as John, um, Mr. Voodoo Daddy tells us, he becomes more human. So maybe in the beginning he's like just a normal little doll. Um, and then as as he becomes blood and muscle and bone or whatever, you know, things change. Um but there is a scene at the end where one-handed he is choking a police officer out so clearly he does have a pretty impressive with those tiny little doll hands too so like really just latch onto that adam's apple i guess i don't know um but clearly he has a good amount of strength and i i think it's got to be one of those things like we talked about it on the fly episode last week where I was like flies aren't even that strong proportionally um and then you're like well but they're stronger than a human and I was like okay but shouldn't it be somewhere in the middle um and then you guys were like he's been genetically modified i think i think monica's right we just have to go with the there's magic he's and lightning magic involved in and we can only
1: assume that it would supercharge a body i don't know Especially a small little body like that. All of that okay, energy but, in such a small vessel. Oh my god.
2: But um, that makes it even more scarier. Like a tiny doll with super strength <laughs> now makes it even scarier for me.
1: I just, he's too big to begin with. No doll should be that big, but also no doll that is big but still so small should be able to yeet my my, the love of my life, Maggie, out the window with one little hammer punch to the face. Like, it just, it's too much. But also, like, This, this guy is an evil genius. He was before. He, he knew, he's like freaking Voldemort, man. He's like, I am super evil and I'm going to do a bunch of evil shit and I must be able to live forever in order to do this. So he like found out a way to make a freaking horcrux and we're not even at Hogwarts. It's really, it's really alarming stuff. And I just also have this very disturbing mental image Of, like, the process by which the fluff that I would understand is inside of the doll's body slowly turns into, like, muscle and blood and a heart and lungs and everything. And it's really, really, really upsetting to me. (laughs) Um, One thing that
0: I think is interesting that is only sort of – well, not sort of. It's a plot point. But it's sort of touched on grand scheme in this movie. Um, And I guess it's kind of addressed further in the sequels, which I – Again, I I think I've seen some of Bride of Chucky because I have um, very strong memory memories of Tiffany. Um, but other than that, I don't think I've seen anything, so I don't really know where they go with this. But John um, is—they called him Doctor Death at one point in the IMDb trivia. I don't know where that came from. Maybe it gets mentioned in in sequels. I don't think it got mentioned in this movie. Um, but his like voodoo teacher taught him how to do this and he he knows the chant well enough to do it from memory um under extreme circumstances but he didn't know that it would slowly turn the vessel human maybe he's not supposed to do it with an inanimate object and he was only gonna do it to another person and like steal their body I don't know you know what I mean like mm-hmm. we don't know how he intended to use it we just know he kind of was like stuck in a bind in the beginning um and yeah. he was dying and didn't he was like I'm face to face with this doll right now. Might as well give it a shot because either it works or I die. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, I'm dying anyway. Um, But so clearly he didn't really know the full effects um, but that was one of the things that I was working on in my notes where I was like, How does this really make sense? Like, how strong can he really be as a doll? Like, why are his knees bending like that if he's a doll and the doll is not meant to bend that way? Like, why is he feeling pain? Does this doll have nerve endings? That doesn't make sense. And then five minutes later they were like, Guess what? Here's your answer. And I was like, Oh, wow,
1: look at this smart little movie laying it all yeah. out for me. They make it very clear. Um, I also just like feels so bad for Dr. Death in this movie because he's just a nice man out in the world who is filled with magical abilities, and he chose the wrong person to teach his magic to. And then he get his death is probably one of the scariest ones because, like, one, just voodoo dolls in general really fuck me up, and it's terrifying to even think about that someone could just, like, just absolutely destroy you and not even be in the same vicinity. And two bones breaking is just really not my thing, and that was
2: I oh my hate god, bones yeah. breaking. Ugh.
0: and also John was a certified hottie. He so was. That's
1: sad too. He was. Oh my god, he was he's like I'm a hottie, I'm a good hottie.
0: person. I probably didn't know Charles Lee Ray was a strangler when I taught him this stuff. You know, he's like he you was shouldn't just impressed be, by his long, luscious people.
2: hair. He just. Immediately I do want to know how they met. Like, I want a backstory. <laughs> he should get his own movie. We keep making
0: Chucky movies. Give us a Dr. Jeff movie, first of all. Yeah! Good name. It's perfect. It's
2: perfect. Right? Like, yeah. I want a prequel.
0: And okay. John, even... I just feel like he was, like, a nice man, and I liked him a lot. And, you know, he realized he had inadvertently put all of this harm into the world by teaching a serial killer these things. Um, and also teaching the serial killer that he's going to have to murder a 6-year-old child um and even in his like dying gasping breaths once the cop and seventh heaven mom got there he was like you have to save the boy um to the last moment he was trying to do what was right and i thought yes. that, that was beautiful and he's wonderful um and i
1: love him a lot i love him so much and he deserves much more than just a 5-minute scene But this, okay, brings me to a point that I wanted to make. And that is, did Candyman in part plagiarize the film Chucky? It's a great film. It's all of its own. But also, Andy's plight is very similar to the main character in Candyman. What's her name? Bernadette? Helen. Helen. Bernadette's our our girl. Excuse me. Uh, There's a lot of parallels there. She's being gaslit. He's being gaslit. He's being accused of crimes that he did not commit. And he's put into an insane asylum. And then the person who caused all the problems in the beginning kills the doctor and blames it on them. Then also, there's a lot of murals that happen. Oh, I was like, why did I think that I had Candyman
0: vibes too? And I couldn't place it until you just talked about the murals. And I was like, oh, yeah, incredible artwork.
1: There's beautiful. And it's set in Chicago. And that's it's true. Set in Chicago. Wow. Uh-huh. Alright. They were like, this is an adorable child, and there's a lot more to focus on in this movie, like a doll that's come alive and it's murdering people. But let's take that exact same movie and bring it into the adult space with Candyman. There you go. I think that there's a suit. I think there's grounds for a lawsuit here. <laughs>
0: A clear reference. It's a clear from reference Man to Child's Play. Just Invisible saying, just Man saying. wants what Candyman has and Candyman wants what child's play has.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a through line. It's a
2: clear
1: reference.
2: <laughs> I love that for this movie. And also Candyman.
1: Also, let's let's just put some shine on Andy in general. Baby Andy is an incredible baby actor. Yes. He is the cutest baby i've ever seen maybe he made me feel motherly feelings and i'm a person who doesn't want children so that was a shock and he's got a good bowl cut which i love in a little tiny guy so i'm happy for him
2: <laughs> okay but i also never want him to make me breakfast
1: oh my god but he's <laughs> doing his best that was I know, it's his but birthday. It's so chaotic. It's
0: his birthday, and he brought his mom breakfast in bed. That is a tiny little
2: sweetheart prince of a boy. Sweetie. It's so sweet, but oh, that is just so chaotic. The, the- breakfast, the burnt toast with ice cream. <laughs> that wasn't ice cream, Sydney. That was butter. That was freaking,
1: I can't believe it. it's a was a big thing of butter. And he scoops that much butter and hunks it onto the bread. That's what that was.
0: I can't decide if that's better or than it
1: being ice cream, actually. It's worse because it's an alarming amount of butter, but also it was really, really funny. And I was like, honestly, relatable. That's how much butter I want on any given day, so. I do love butter. He just wanted Mom to have a nice morning. Like, here's all, this rock of bread is disgusting now, but if you put enough butter on it, it'll be fine. (laughs)
0: I will say um Andy's a little sweetie and I love him and I think he is precious um and I just I you know all the love to him um but also the way that his mom very carefully sidestepped having to eat any of that breakfast beautiful iconic seamless you know what I mean so elegantly
1: done she's a queen. She's such a she's such a good mom. She's such a great mom in every role that she's in. She's a wonderful. <laughs> but mother.
0: actually, she is because there's that whole moment after Maggie dies, which again, RIP to our wife Maggie. Um, right. But when they're in the bedroom and it becomes clear that some tiny person stood on the counter and used some tiny person's tools um to or I guess I guess the mom didn't know about the tools but it was clear something funky was going on um and also Andy kept being like my doll Chucky did all of this and she started yelling at him and he was like are you just mad because of Aunt Maggie and she was like yes you're right and I love you and I was like that's nice parenting This is a good communication moment. Seriously.
2: She's a great parent. Like, most of the time, you get, like, poor parental, like, representation in movies, but she is a good
1: parent. A star, 10
0: out of 10. She's also wearing boots that appear to be fur-lined, perhaps, and I just feel like that deserves a mention. Boots with the fur? Wow.
1: (gasps) That's the only (laughs) sexy thing that she wears the entire movie. Like, she's got, like, the dowdy mom energy down pat, and I love that for her. But I also, something I love about this is that, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure the director fell in love with her while filming this movie, and they got married the next year.
0: (laughs) Not the director, the person who created the Chucky doll.
1: Oh, wow, that's better. That's weirder. (laughs) That's way weirder. It was like, I love the way you killed that doll I made. Let's make out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you wear like five sweaters and tall boots, but your skirt is as long as the boots. Let's make out. It's a hot look. It's a hot look. And the little bob, she's rocking it.
2: She looks great. Like very cool 80s aesthetic throughout this movie.
0: I mean, yeah, the 80s aesthetic is on point. I did have a point in my notes, though, where I was like, Maggie is so hot, but I wonder what she would look like without the perm. Um, Have not Googled it. I suppose that's something that's within my power to do, but I think I I like her as is. Um, Okay, but to get back to the movie, um, just because we're already, like... 50 minutes in you know and and there's a lot of ground we still haven't covered i do have a couple more plot holes which can be solved basically by just being like cops are bad at their job um but the the fact that the strangler is like a well-known enough serial killer in the area that he has a nickname and the fact that the cop whose name i believe is mike um is the cop chasing him at the beginning. And he knows his name is Charles Lee Ray, but he doesn't know that people called him Chucky when people start being like this small child who was connected to a previous murder turned up at the location of a second murder where Charles Lee Ray's accomplice died. Um, nobody's putting the pieces together at that point. Nobody is like, hey, why is this small murder Small murder. Why is this small child at at the home of a murderer where he this murderer is like hiding out? Um, and also he has somebody named Chucky with him that he says committed the crime? Wouldn't your alarm bells be like I mean obviously you wouldn't. You
1: I wouldn't obviously wouldn't be like the doll is possessed. The doll is killing people though. Right. They're
0: not of gonna course, be like, Oh of course not. But wouldn't you be like did Charles Lee Ray date this single mom maybe or something? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you be suspicious for other reasons if you were a cop and you're investigating a literal serial killer and then the murders continue?
1: My first thought would be, did Charles Lee Ray train an army of child assassins to take, (laughs) carry out his bidding after his death? That's the clear winner here.
2: (laughs) Okay. But, if the cop is hitting on this mom mm-hmm. and then he's like, oh, his maybe her kid is doing all these murders, we can send this kid away, and then the kid won't be in our relationship. And you so then that. I can just have the mom wow. by myself. Oh, no, that's sad. I don't I hate like that.
1: that. <laughs> I don't like it.
2: He's a my guy are gonna be
1: still a cop, but he's an okay. <laughs> He's not the worst cop in the movie.
0: He's a good-looking man. Um, and okay, there was one thing though that he did that pissed me off, which is you know obviously when um God I want to call her Helen every single time and I don't know where that came from um but Money when man maybe um but when Karen Barclay, Mrs. Barclay, Seventh Heaven mom, goes to the cop initially to be like, okay, Chucky's alive after all, and I discovered this because he maybe called me a slut and tried to attack me um he's like no I don't believe you what does he say because I wrote down the quote um he says she says I'm telling you the truth why won't you believe me and he says because I am sane Mrs. Barclay sane and rational I was like fair enough you know obviously um but then there's the whole scene where Chucky attacks him in the car and makes him crash and tries to stab him in the nuts through the car seat um, and then when he meets back up with her afterwards he's just like I went to my office and I got the file and he, believe it or not Charles Lee Ray's nickname was Chucky no mention of the fact that the doll attacked him he does not bring it up Thank at all you. he still is like you're right? crazy no. I'm not ready to believe it yet um, so I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen but we'll look into this anyway in instead of being like sorry I
1: called you crazy you're right the doll is alive thank you thank you I wrote that in my notes too I was like okay so he's never gonna admit that he was wrong and being a nasty (laughs) okay great that's clear that he's not willing to ever be wrong and he has some sort of masculinity complex thing going on right now oh it made me so mad oh also classic this is a non sequitur now, but I did find the quote of exactly what Chucky says when he Ooh. finally reveals himself to Karen. What's he, he say? says, She said, I said, talk to me, damn it, or else I'm going to throw you in the fire. And Chucky says, you stupid bitch, you filthy slut, I'll teach you to fuck with me. <laughs> wow, he's a rude little man. And that's, <laughs> the part, that's the part where his eyebrows are like, angry. <laughs> angry puppet. <laughs> Very rude <laughs> so boy.
0: Uh, I know he literally, I mean, I guess it's implied that his victims are women. I don't know for sure. Um, but he, he was a strangler, you know, so he is out there murdering people. Um, I just feel like you don't have to call Aunt Maggie a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, that's too far. That crosses the line. It's like, way too far. It's just, like, you can kill people, but, like, you're going to call my wife a bitch? I don't think so.
2: Um unnecessary
1: unexpected
0: but also another thing that pissed me off um is that and this is right around the same moment um with with the car I guess or maybe it's a little bit later um but they go to John's house and they're realizing wait is that really <laughs> okay what? it's before that moment um but there's just the moment where they're putting the pieces together and 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 realizing that charles lee ray and chucky are the same person um and i'm like karen, karen must have said something i don't know what it was but she's like why didn't you tell me um and i was just like okay but your son literally did tell you because there's that whole line in the beginning and i wrote it in my notes The quote is, um, his real name is Charles Lee Ray, and he's been sent down from heaven by daddy to play with me, Um, which, first of all, terrifying. Mm -hmm. hate that. Very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, clearly she doesn't know who the strangler is, because she's she's too busy to watch the news. She's a single mom. She's got a lot of stuff on her plate. Um, But the fact that that weird very specific name didn't stick in her brain and like be familiar at all to her later on when they were like there's a murderer and also this doll whose name is Charles Lee Ray maybe did some murders you know what I mean I just feel like everybody was not paying attention very much because it's only three days in this movie and so from day one to day three you're not like that kind of rings a bell like
1: ma'am please pay attention to your son Here's the thing, here's the thing, I understand what you're saying, but also let us keep in mind Uh that our girl Karen had literally just found out that her best friend, the light of her life, had just fucking died, so she was probably like, okay, honey, please shut up, I am very upset right now, I am distraught, because they were such good, cute friends, Or lady lovers. That's what I want. Maybe. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Also, this is just another non sequitur, but uh, just a shout out to Andy's acting once again. The line when he says, Look, you stay here. I have to go tinkle.
0: He's very sweet. There's that moment oh, when they're sweet. in the bed and Chucky's like, I want to hug you or something. And then Andy is like, I love
1: a hug. I was like, oh my God, my little heart. This He's sweet so little perfect. precious beebe. He's going to be so traumatized.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, oh, yeah. He he fully is. Especially when they're in, I mean, like it's one thing for your mom to get you the doll that you have been begging for and asking for and you didn't get on your birthday and you were super sad and disappointed even though your mom is doing her best um and then you do get the doll and not only does it try to kill you but also um it gets completely incinerated and keeps coming and then it gets its head shot off and its arm shot off and then its leg shot off and it still keeps coming and and okay um maybe this is time because again we're pretty far into this podcast let's Um, talk about the end let's talk about it. let's talk about that last shot can we talk about that last shot the closing shot of the film
1: yes i Totally remember exactly what you're talking about. Okay. And it also struck me very deeply. Please say what it is and <laughs> for okay. the audience. It, I'll say what it is,
2: is for it anyone. With the other, is it what the other cop comes in and Nope. They're fighting. Um, although oh. that's
1: great. Um,
0: that's like, there's that like part. three
1: fake endings. There's like <laughs> so yeah. many. Um, Chelsea, tell the audience so
0: they know. For anyone listening who might not know, anyone who can hear me speaking in this moment um, who might not know. <laughs> Definitely
2: not me is. and Monica. Nobody on this podcast. I know my
0: co-hosts are all up to date on yes, everything on that happens in this movie. Page. Frame by frame. They could tell you every movie, uh-huh. yeah. every movie. Um, but <laughs> you know john dr death um my beautiful husband in this film he lays out that to kill the doll you have to get it in the heart you know and that's kind of a a tough target i guess um but it seems they finally do get it in the end when the cop who presumably has some marksmanship training you know some some target practice under his belt um finally gets the shot off and they're like Chucky's dead yay um and you see like the light go out of Chucky's eyes and he does one like line where he literally fades out or whatever but then the last shot in the movie is Alex walking out of the room but like then looking back at the Chucky doll and like staring at it and it's like a lingering suspicious shot of his face that left me questioning whether or not we were supposed to think that maybe charles lee ray had completed the switch after all with andy's body i think obviously they if that was the intention clearly they abandoned that in the sequels don't know how chucky comes back in the sequels um because you know again he's he's pretty clearly dead at the end here or at least whoever was in the doll is dead um but also I found that shot very suspicious
1: oh my god I hate that no he's he's not <laughs> actually dead obviously he's not dead because there's the child child's play two child's place three the bread of Chucky the seed of Chucky the cult of Chucky the curse of Chucky it's very
0: leprechaun
1: yeah yeah it's very leprechaun a clear um, reference a clear reference i feel like chucky is just as influential as leprechaun leprechaun the root of everything but also chucky the root of Candyman, and therefore everything
0: yeah and also i feel like i know what chucky was trying to child's play was trying to be you know what i mean i, I Child's play to me was was very tr- much trying to be a serious movie even if it was funny. Um whereas Leprechaun I just don't I I just don't know and I'll never There's know no probably way to know
1: um, what it was trying to be.
0: <laughs> but Child's play was trying to be a legit scary movie and I think it accomplished that. Um Yeah. But that that shot really left me being like I don't know what's happening here and I wonder if this was going to be a different kind of movie until they were like, oh, people love this, we can make a million of them. Yeah.
1: I was really interested when I was reading the trivia about all of, like, the different plot ideas that they had. Yes, Like, I really liked the idea. Okay, the first premise of this is horrifying. Apparently, (laughs) in one of the premises, the doll, the good guy doll, or whatever it was going to be called, had blood and skin, like synthetic blood and skin. And that was part of the thing that you could put a Band-Aid on it. Ooh, fun. It's like those baby dolls that used to shit. Do you remember those? Yes! oh my yeah, god I, I literally thought about that same thing those. because
0: I was I like who would me. buy this weird bleeding doll and then I was like I had a doll that peed that I was obsessed with yeah and a doll yes! that
1: peed and shit and I remember what it smelled like and like it's ju- yeah I do I don't know why I do I remember it it just came to my mind right now and I'm upset about it what did it we're smell we're gonna like? move on I d- like it's hard to describe but I can smell it in my brain does that oh make god. sense am I on drugs what's happening I, I don't know <laughs> um, but
0: I did look it up and there are still some some ones today or recent you can buy one on Amazon right now. That's oh, called Thank like God. snack and lily baby. But it's just play-doh that you like feed it play-doh and then it it just like goes down a tube inside the doll, presumably. Um amazing. I, I love feel that like toy. the one that I had, it would take a while, which doesn't really yeah. make sense. But I feel like Same. Yeah, you like fed it or whatever. They were, I think you it was Baby it. Alive. Um, just based on baby my research. Alive. Yeah. Baby Alive. Oh my god. <laughs> baby yeah. Alive. That
2: just
0: came out of me. But it was like you would feed the baby and then like five minutes later it would pee. Probably not five yeah. minutes. That's probably
1: way too long for a child to wait. But like a minute. I, mean, I don't know. I know, I know. It was I remember having to wait. It was before, like, uh, we needed instant gratification as much as we do now with our phones and everything. So maybe we were patient as babies. But but I also think a minute (laughs) to a
0: four-year-old probably felt like five years. You know
1: what I mean? That's true. That's true. True. But anyway, okay, so Baby Alive, very similar kind of energy. But apparently this doll had blood and skin, and you could give it a Band-Aid in this idea for the movie. which Horrifying. but then it has the cut still forever. Yeah, so he exactly. Oh my God, like, so oh my God. There's just so many issues that I have. But apparently in the movie, the way that Chucky comes alive, and I love this, is mm-hmm. Andy is like, let's do a blood pact. <laughs> let's do a baby blood pact, which like love a blood, <laughs> blood pact. That's so fun. And so he cut Chucky's hand and he cut his own hand and did a little handshake. And the blood of his, his own blood went into Chucky, and Chucky became alive. Love that. Definitely plot holes there, but I like that a lot better. Um, yeah, that's true. I was
0: like, that would be a, a whole interesting, completely different movie. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. And maybe yeah. they did this, I th- I got the vibe, at least from IMDb Trivia, that they did a similar, not not the blood-packed part, but a similar um concept for one of the sequels which is that in the the blood buddy theory of of this movie um it's like the the dog is a manifestation of andy's anger essentially and it kills people that andy doesn't like like his babysitter his teacher etc i liked that too which is a super interesting idea, and, and again, I, I got the impression, at least, that they do a similar plotline to that in one of the Child's Play sequels. Um, don't know if that's true, but I would love to see that movie um,
1: where it's, like, yeah. the Blood Brothers, but it's,
0: it's just not, it's not this one, but it More is fascinating. It's a fascinating thriller. idea.
1: Yeah. Also, something that, like, is still shocking to me to this day, even after seeing this movie twice. I just really never knew that it wasn't called Chucky the movie. <laughs> I was like, I was like getting into watching like older horror movies like two years ago or something. And I was like, oh, Adam, we got to watch Chucky. And he was like, yeah. And then I looked up Chucky and I was and on, on like Prime or something and it didn't come up. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, where is the movie? Can I not watch it anywhere? And I was like, oh, I'm a freaking idiot. I mean, this name is definitely jazzier, it's sexier, but I thought I really was sure. I was positive that it was just Chucky.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that that is, like, the common takeaway, and and I know for sure that I thought that at least at some point in my life as well. And there have been instances recording this episode where I keep calling it Chucky or meaning to call it, like, almost calling it Chucky and then have to be like, zoop, 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 it's called Child's Play. Um because I just know that if I say it wrong one million times somebody's gonna get mad at me you know what I mean um but
1: we're synonymous
0: (laughs) (laughs) who cares um don't know why I brought that up what was I saying does anyone have
1: any ideas nope probably not no nope I'm sure there's a way to chop it (laughs) um should we go into our segments any other hot button issues that you want to? Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Are there Let me any other not. hot button issues you want to bring up before then? My only important talking point to bring up was the doll block black market.
2: Mm. Oh, can we? Can yeah. I? One of my favorite quotes in this movie that I thought was so so fucking funny was um when. Chucky is in the elevator by himself and he's going to find Andy, I think. And um, an old couple gets on the elevator and they're like, oh, look, somebody left their doll. And um, the old man is like, eh, they'll come back for it. Let's not touch it. And as they get off, the woman is just like, what an ugly doll. And you just, as Chucky's going up, the Chucky's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, say what you will about Chucky, but he's a funny motherfucker. Okay, he's got some great lines in this. He's a foul mouth piece of shit, but I I like him a lot. I'm glad there's seven more movies that I can watch.
2: <laughs> so the sequel, the second one, is supposed to be better than the first one of this franchise oh, like oh. yeah like okay I'll it's, watch it. it's this one is like very serious and the second one kind of leans more into the humor I guess <clears throat> I haven't seen I've only seen the first one yeah but now it makes me want to watch the second one
1: no but Sydney you've seen the you've seen Bride of Chucky because don't I've you seen... don't you play his wife in that film don't you play <laughs> Chucky's <laughs> wife it's me. I thought that, that was you. That was pretty Well, here, sure. here's the thing.
2: I haven't seen it because I refuse to watch any work that I'm actually oh, in. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that. But so, like, That's I've just... only seen, I've only, I just, I know the basic plot line of it. I just, I refuse to acknowledge any of my own personal movies. No, yeah. I totally
1: relate to you on that. It's just, like, how I've never listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it i can't I've it i've listened to it i've listened to it in the car Someone needs to hold uh, us accountable <laughs> yeah i mean sydney
0: obviously listens because she she edits it um and so that is part of the the job for her i listen to it just to be like what are we saying um what is on the record now um that we've put into the universe and can be held accountable for um, sometimes I just like to do a little little check. And also sometimes for social, I'm like, what what have we said and what did we cover and what should we reference? Um
1: and I'm just like And you're just like please nobody oh my, tell me. Please nobody I, show me a recording you of can my own house. You can tell me about it, but I'm just not going to go in there myself. I will one day. I will, I will, I will. When I'm old and gray and I wanna think back of the good old days. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, enough about so, me. Yeah. What about our segments? Wait, before we
0: get to the segments, there are a our couple segmentos. No, enough. Before we no. do that, there are a couple other things that I want to touch on. Um, one of them is the completely tonally inappropriate, terrifying, very upsetting unnecessary sexual assault scene in this movie why oh, is that there? we are just
1: gonna and, pretend and we... it didn't exist and I was so excited to not remember it because yeah. I that's the one part I blocked out from this movie I was like oh the really fun peddler who's a rapist who has no teeth we love that that's so fun for everyone involved
0: yeah I mean I think that it's just like um unnecessary when we already have a strangler you know we didn't we don't need further predators in this movie um just hated it felt really out of place but I didn't want to not comment on that because
1: I think it needs to be said that um I hated it it was yeah no not not good very bad also just like another opportunity for cop man to be like I'll save the day and I was just like no let self-sufficient seventh heaven mom save herself but whatever I mean I just hate that it happened it
0: also could have been literally anything else you know what I mean like he yeah. going to her purse out of her hands he could have just like been like give me your coat like clearly you have a place to live let's go to your apartment and give me things you know what I mean there were there were a lot of options that it could have gone um especially when they're surrounded by a group of people I just it didn't need to be that um and it felt hated it I mean, maybe back in the day when people were watching this and it was legitimately scary, that would have been just like on par with the other scares, maybe? I don't think so. It felt so strange here. Um, That aside, um, there are a couple other things that I just would like to note about this movie. Um, One of them is that voice actor Brad Dourif, who voices Chucky Charles Lee Ray, um, didn't meet kevin yeager seventh heaven mom's real life husband until 2018 like a full 30 is that 30 years yeah yeah it is um a full 30 years after this movie came out um also jessica walter renowned icon beloved actress jessica walter who recently passed away who was in arrested development apparently she did some voice work for like the the good doll chucky when he's still oscar or zachariah or whatever um she did a little voice work there also i need to put some shine um, on Andy, obviously. His name is Alex Vincent. But the kid who plays Alex in Leprechaun auditioned for this role, which is super interesting. Um, oh, whoa. Yeah. And John Lithgow, who we talked about on the Fly movie, auditioned to play Charles Lee Ray in the beginning, which is super interesting. Um, so there's just like a lot of cool stuff going on here in terms of, of casting, which could be a transition point to a segment. If we're going to go right to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're going into (laughs) casting, um, I think this would be a good time to see where Maddie Lilly would fit in this movie. What do you guys think? Huh.
2: I would love for him to uh, be Eddie.
0: Yes, that's what I thought too. Oh my God, I wrote it in my notes. It was one of the things, I rarely think these things out ahead of time. I usually just like, Go with what feels right in my heart at the moment. um But this one I wrote in my head. I think he would be a great Eddie. You'd
1: be a great Eddie. Cause he Eddie was like eighteen. Had no, nothing
0: going on. Yeah, I <laughs> googled that, how old Matthew Lillard was in in nineteen eighty eight. As, as you know, I like to do so. Um, and obviously, they filmed it before nineteen eighty eight. But he was eighteen that year. Who says Eddie can't be younger? You know what I mean? Who says? Yeah, he's already way younger. Like there's, there's no reason um, why Charles Lee Ray and his apprentice would not be, like, a, a, a mentee. You know what I mean? There's there's no reason that Charles Lee Ray can't be an older man giving back to the serial killing community, you know? Yeah, 100%. The like a big, big brother ah, program
1: situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that checks out. Because I wouldn't want him to be Charles Lee Ray because... I like the guy who plays Charles Lee Ray in his weird long hair. I don't know why I'm attracted to him. I'm gonna go to therapy about it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and I don't want do him after. to be a cop. It's just
0: like I don't think he's supposed to be hot in this role. And so the fact yeah. that he was it's to not, you it's is not just not like everyone's
1: cup of tea—something to ponder. Another re- moment in the film, and this could be another person that he could be. I feel like Maddie Lily could have been the other cop, mm. but just as yeah. A, There was another moment in the film when he turned around and I wrote in my notes, who the fuck is this uggo? And then five seconds later, so mean, I wrote, oh, I'm actually attracted to him. And then 25 (laughs) minutes later, I came back up to that note. I found it. And I was like, what was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) I really had like a roller coaster. He turned around and he's like, not much of his hair was there. And I just was like, Mm. I'm just upset. (laughs) Also, I just hated him because he was, like, extra gaslighty to, like, Andy and wouldn't believe 7th Heaven Mom and was being a dick up until the very end. And I actually loved when he was like, oh, yeah, okay, now you're a psychopath, too, to uh, the cop guy. And then immediately Chucky just starts, like throttling
0: him with his tiny baby arm um to be fair everybody in this movie gaslighted somebody until that they saw the doll was alive for themselves so i don't want to blame him for that too much you know although Mm -hmm. when it gets to the point that it's three people saying the doll is alive maybe you want to consider it um but i I don't know i don't know i've never been in a a situation in in which somebody was like this doll is alive and it's a murderer you know one or the other, the doll is a murderer mm-hmm. or the doll is alive, but never both. Well, probably. I'm
1: telling you right now, the puppets in my basement are alive and I need you to believe me. As long as but- they're not also murderers, I am willing to- <laughs> I was going to say, are they murderers? It's yet to be seen. It's yet to be seen. Pray for me.
2: Oh, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Um,
0: before we move on to the next segment, I remembered what I wanted to bring up earlier, and then I was just kind of spitballing with the Jessica Walter casting stuff. Um, because I was like, I know there was something from my trivia that I wanted to get to, and I'm looking at Jessica Walter's name. One thing that I wanted to mention about this movie, um, is it was legitimately scary and that's what they wanted to do. And I looked at the trailer and the trailer is a really good horror trailer, but it also um, gives me the vibes of when people recut trailers for other movies to make it a horror trailer. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it's like classic textbook, but also in a way that felt not necessarily representative of the actual tone of the movie. But one thing that IMDb told me about that is they originally wrote a song about Chucky for the credits um, and they they decided that it made the movie like not so scary once the credit rolled and it was I, I don't remember the song I did find it and I will share it on social um, but they they were like maybe it's weird to have the movie end and then the, the credits are like I'm a dog my name's Chucky and I like to kill you know what I mean. Um. Oh
1: my god but okay. I love your song. In my mind, it was the Josie and the Pussycat song, but it's like Chucky and the Murder Doll or something like that. So wow! That of energy. Lots of great music spontaneously coming out of this episode. You know, there's just it's in our soul the beat. It's there.
0: But yeah, they wrote a whole song about it. I wish I could find the whole song. Maybe I'll try harder to find it later. But I did find the trailer, and I will be sharing that both with both of you and also with anybody who would like to find it on our social media. Um, it is incredible. It is super funny, but also the trailer itself is great. And I just wanted to give some shine to that.
1: As someone who only watches horror movie trailers in their free time, I can't wait to watch it. It's good. I love, I love a good trailer.
2: I think that's funny. I know somebody who also like hates horror movies, mm-hmm. but loves watching the trailers. Ooh. Interesting. Like ref- refuses to watch horror movies, but constantly sends me horror movie trailers. They're like, I will be scared,
0: them. but only for two minutes at a time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, that's they a don't good boundary to, to have, I think. It. It's good. <laughs> it's just a taste. It's wonderful. Okay, so my favorite one of our segments, how could it be Gare? Can Mm -hmm. it be Gare? The answer is always yes. And I feel like it's so obvious here that if they'd only had more time, that Seventh Heaven Mom would have put her Christianity aside and realized that she is in love (laughs) with the sexy, sexy mama that is Maggie. And it Mm -hmm. would have been a wonderful pairing maggie's already all the way there she's ready she's in it to win it she loves andy she loves the family
0: maggie's full gay to me in this movie because there's nothing to indicate otherwise it's like you know sometimes we we have to be like sure this character has directly expressed an interest in a man but i believe in my heart that she's a lesbian there's nothing here to contradict my narrative that maggie is a lesbian
1: No, she's like, I haven't had a date in a while. They never said the gender of the person that she went on a date with. It's right there in the the subtext, baby. It's It's, right there. It's honestly, it's basically in the text. Just look at her, you know? I will say, um, I
0: did kind of, appreciate the vibes between the cop and seventh heaven mom you know what I mean I didn't like it at first when he was like are you gonna call me I was like ew but by the end of the movie I was like okay well now they've been through this experience together and I do feel like they're bonded and they care about each other and I would support them becoming a family unit um but Maggie is gay and I would say another potential gay couple in the movie obviously we know from the sequels um that Charles Lee Ray has his gal Tiffany but who's to say that he's not a bisexual king um and that Eddie isn't his boyfriend you know what i mean
2: and he just felt so betrayed by yeah. his partner in life and crime he's like
0: that's <laughs> my boyfriend and he left me behind obviously i have
1: to kill him obviously yeah Tbh, I do get that queer energy from him. Maybe that's why I'm attracted to him. (laughs) You're just like, I can tell he's bisexual. I can tell. I can just feel it. You know
2: that we love love
1: love bisexual men. It's true. It's true. So... Is our next one dumb bitch? Like it's been, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) We didn't have order, so who knows? Do we have an order? I
1: feel like
0: we kind of just wing it. But dumb bitch is always. We
1: always do gayer, gay Lily, dumb bitch. Oh my god, where have I been? I don't know, but it's okay. I like that we mixed it up today. It keeps me on my toes, but obviously I fell over because I didn't remember.
2: Um, <laughs> it's Doll Month, baby. Everything is doll month. The, Mix it up or the episode month.
1: art is different.
2: The vibe
1: is different. We're singing now. It's it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's unprecedented. <laughs> I'm flailing wildly in the studio. In the studio. I'm in my bedroom. Let it be clear. We could be people who have studios. Nobody knows. This is my home studio. I'm in my home studio. I'm also in my so home that's what studio. It just happens to be my couch. Yeah. It's a great studio. It's wonderful. Okay. So, dumb bitch. Besides me, who is the dumb bitch in this movie? I feel like I don't have that strong of feelings. There's no. Overwhelmingly obvious person who I hate because they're so dumb. Because I mean, besides like Chucky himself, but like he's not dumb really, in my opinion. He's kind of good at being a, a live doll, a reborn doll. If you I'll throw out some nominations. How about that? I have, yeah, I have a nom- I have well. one name in mind. Oh. I, the act- oh, what is it? The Cop. Which one? Which one? The main one?
2: Mike. Mike. Yeah. But
1: he turns it one. around so quickly.
0: He's kind of a dumb bitch because he, you should not ask out the mom of a child who you think just committed a murder and you're still investigating them. That's dumb bitch behavior. Um, But he does immediately pick up the toy hammer at the scene and be like, possible murder weapon. And the other guy laughs at him, but he is right.
2: <laughs> but... what what we touched on
0: earlier yes when he's like he doesn't we don't know exactly he kind of plays it off but he says like are you gonna call me and she's like why would i call you and he's like i don't like loose ends um and you could read it as about the case because clearly he still thinks that andy did a murder um and the mom doesn't think that but you know there's gonna be more to come um but I, I felt that it was flirty. Right I I head. wrote in my notes, "Is that a flirt?" He's not
2: but very as good we, at it. but we touched earlier, a big thing with him was like he gets attacked by the doll and like doesn't even bring it up. <laughs> dumb bitch that is a
0: dumb bitch but he that doesn't is dumb bitch he, behavior. he doesn't explicitly say there was no killer doll there you know what i mean he kind of no. just like walks of of he's like i'm just not ready to fully come to terms with it so we're just gonna not talk about that but i am <laughs> I, interested in your investigation now and i'm gonna see where it goes
1: yeah i mean like it is hard for people to come to terms with the fact that men who die can use a, the power of electricity from the sky to transport their soul into a doll that's a lot for someone especially Mm -hmm. for a man as straight laced as him so i'll give him an okay pass for that but the fact that his masculinity is too tall for him to say i was wrong seventh heaven mom makes me hate (laughs) him like a lot um but for me like i just like didn't care about him at all like even though he's in the movie like almost the most i just like couldn't care about him enough to even hate him yeah but the person who i i hated the most i can't figure out for sure what their name is and i think that i said it, it was walter earlier and i think i googled it i think it, it was wes and that's no, the supervisor it was walter, it was walter? The, it was walter? the boss I looked yeah. it said wes and then when i looked on imdb there was no character named walter
0: well, I it's I definitely wrote in my notes that his name is Walter. So, so the boss did I. in the beginning, his name is Walter, and you and don't don't let IMDb gaslight you.
1: It just gaslit me. I'm like little well, Andy. I started to believe that I did the murders. Like, <laughs> but anyway, I 100 I um wish that there had been a murdering of Walter scene because he's just a douchebag. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm looking at IMDb. I believe Mr. Criswell
0: is Walter. Mr. Criswell.
1: Oh. Okay, well, she definitely, Maggie definitely sassily calls him Walter. He's like, Walter, chill out or something. Anyway, I hate him. He's the dumb bitch for me because 7th Heaven Mom is a great employee and a great mother and he won't let her live her life and be there for her son on his sixth birthday. Soulless piece of shit
0: yeah maggie was willing to take that shift you know what i mean like obviously she works in shoes she doesn't work in jewelry but like it's one night how hard can it be to work in jewelry not to belay the skills that seventh heaven mom brings to her job but it's not like maggie doesn't work at that store i just feel like for one evening it would be manageable
1: i couldn't agree more
0: You've got to have some I kind of so. policy in place for sick days and, and vacation days, etc. You know what I mean? This is, I mean, this is a complaint about, like, labor and how workforces work in general. But you you shouldn't be able to be, like... You have scheduled time off. You're not working a shift, but I can just mandate that you have to do it anyway. I, I don't
1: think that's how it should work. Um, dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. He's a dumb bitch.
0: I would also like to give Charles Lee Ray a small nomination, though. I don't think he should win because, again, he is um, – he thinks on his feet pretty well. Um, and, and also, you know, he – he just keeps going, um, and he manages to get around great, and also there are some scenes where he runs super fast, but then there are yeah. other scenes where he runs super slow, and so that's a little weird. It's like, where's your super speed now, Chucky? Um, but what I want to give him a nomination for is for learning all about... This, this magic and this chant in order to um, put his soul into a vessel without ever learning what comes next. You know what I mean? He doesn't know that the vessel will slowly become human and therefore um, permeable to pain and wounds, etc. Um, he doesn't know that if he doesn't go back into the body of the person he first told his secret, he will stay in that particular vessel forever. Presumably that part also applies to humans. I mean, Mm. again, we talked about this earlier, but maybe he didn't think he would ever have to use it on a doll. Maybe he intended to use it on a person, but you'd think then you would want to know, like, do I stay in this person? Can I go back to another body? Can I keep moving around? You know what I mean? Um, Mm. apparently it's, it's, limited um but he just got like no further information and was like this is enough for me and I think that is dumb bitch behavior um we watched another movie that I won't say what it is um for spoiler purposes but we watched another movie about body switching with our spooky crew recently and that had some you know set rules about like how things work clearly there are rules in this movie um voodoo is like a real religion in certain places obviously lots of movies are like we're just gonna have fun be loose with it we're just gonna do whatever we want um but i think you know what i mean this is just like culturally appropriate behavior from Charles mm-hmm. Lee Ray to be like I will use this for my own purposes um and and no more you know what i mean like this is it's like gremlins this is what happens when you decide you want something from another culture for yourself and you don't bother to be educated on the subject you either get stuck in a doll body yeah. or you create a whole bunch of gremlins you know
1: yeah
2: no in between no in
1: between Seriously, just don't do it. Don't be a fucking idiot. Do your homework. Finish the TED Talk. Please. Okay, I feel like in this one we can't decide on one dumb bitch. I feel like there's some some light winners all around. And I think that that's okay. Well, I would also like to give a small nomination to
0: to Dr. Ardmore just because um you know he did his best but also he he left a small child uh, like locked in a room that feels like a bad hospital situation to me um but ultimately you're right i think i think there's not one strong dumb bitch here and maybe we have to respect that
1: yeah there's a bunch of little bitches but no big big <laughs> No bitch. big, big dumb bitch. But now yeah.
0: that you've said that, I guess I'm willing to get on board with Walter because I did write in my notes that he was a big bitch baby.
1: Yeah, and I also wrote, "I want him to die." Death to Walter in my notes. Um, so I felt strongly. Okay, thing. then we're giving it to Walter. Walter, <laughs> Walter, Sir, you're I the hope dumb that bitch. you die in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So finally, we're at our knives out of fives, and. I mean, I loved this movie, so I'm excited to see what you guys thought and what you want to rate it. So who wants to go first?
0: Well, on IMDb, this movie got 6.6 6 out of 10, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 71% fresh from critics and 63% fresh from audiences. So it was generally well received. Um, I also really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Like I said, most of the time when I had a question, it was immediately answered, Um I think it was was a, a pretty well done film overall, and I also totally have appreciation for the fact that I am sure it was terrifying at its time. Yeah. So for me, I guess I would probably give it like, um, like a four and a half, like a four point
2: five. Ooh,
1: strong,
2: strong. But you know me,
0: I'm Agreed. I'm pretty generous with my ratings. Um, and so this is to say that I really liked it. About as much as I liked the fly, which I which I also gave a four point five now that I'm looking at our my my grand roundup of knives out of fives.
1: Um Sydney, do you wanna go next? Cause I don't.
2: <laughs> I'm giving mine a four out of five. Ooh, I, I still I still love this movie. It holds up, it's rewatchable, it's it has good suspense, it has good everything. Like, it's honestly such a good movie, but I just don't watch, like, it's it's not a movie that I, like, am drawn to, like, constantly mm-hmm. watch all the time, but when I do watch it, I have a great time. It's
1: a treat. Yeah. It's a special treat. Yes. A special treat. You can't do doll shit every day, but you can do it for a month straight. For a whole month, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a whole month. You can do it for a month straight. Chelsea, please remind me. What did I give The Fly? You gave The Fly a 4.333333333, etc. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to give this one a 4.123456789. Because (laughs) it just obviously deserves that exact rating. And also because I cannot rate it higher than The Fly because The Fly is way better and it's amazing and it's horrifying and it's terrifying and I want to watch it again even though I watched it last week. Um, And this movie really, really good. Love what they do with the doll. Love his little angry face. Love that he is a man who is a doll, who changes in size and shape throughout <laughs> the film. And I love that he's a child, a little person, an animatronic, a normal doll. He does all of it. He does it all. He's everywhere. He's everything at once and nothing at all. And it's very spiritual, overwhelming at times. Um, but, you know, I again, the real standout star is Andy, the little baby child, and I, would, I will watch this movie at least five more times in my life just to see that cute little baby who made me think maybe I want a child, but then as soon as the movie's over, I think, never mind. <laughs>
0: better um, better not.
1: No, better not. Better to not. <laughs> better just enough. because what if this exact scenario happens where yeah, I, I mean buy a black could... market doll, and uh-huh. then it comes alive, and it tries to kill me, just and it kills dangerous. my lesbian best friend. Don't risk it can't risk it. Can't risk it. I wouldn't put all my gay friends lives on the line like that. So don't worry, I won't be doing it. Thank you so much. That's so cool. generous. You're welcome. Um, so thoughtful. So that'll do it for child's play. Um I hope that you enjoyed your first endeavor into doll month. Just it's going to be a thrilling wild ride. We're musical now. We're we're just really possessed by the spirit of these dolls and mm. it's gonna be yeah really inspiring and so um i forgot what movie we're doing next <laughs>
2: week. <Speaking of> <laughs> oh, but, dolls. Um, but i didn't it. it's your personal favorite your, monica your favorite
0: monica annabelle <laughs> creation oh, fuck, damn
2: it <laughs>
1: doing annabelle creation next (laughs) okay 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 i love annabelle creation this is the movie that made me think oh we should cover the conjuring and then i was like why 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 did we do this i never (laughs) want to see that movie again but annabelle was a great thing to come out of that film that is only mediocre i'm ostracizing so many fans right now it's okay Um, we already covered it and said
0: it was mediocre so i mean they're either on board with us or
1: not but, okay, I'm really hoping that Annabelle Creation lives up to my memory because, damn, I thought it was a banger when I saw it in theaters. And I punched a man whose name is Walter, weirdly. Oh. Not the same one. Not the one that I just wished death upon five minutes ago. Um, In the arm very hard while watching this film because I was so scared. So, hopefully, I feel that same sort of just, like, irate terror this mm-hmm. time around.
2: Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. I don't know if I have or not. Like I'm thinking of a movie that it might be. Are you thinking of The Conjuring? <laughs> well, no, there's so many Annabelle movies, animal... and I I can't tell. Like I don't know if I've seen the first one or this one. Is this one like set in like the '60s or '50s? Set in like the olden times. Something
1: in the past I don't know I have no idea when I didn't pay attention to that I was in the theater I was punching men I didn't have time to see what date It was but yeah it's definitely (laughs) Set like back in the day it's not a Modern movie at all It's I
2: think I think I've seen like Bits and pieces of it Mm. but I don't like Obviously I don't remember if I've seen it But I know I've seen it so I don't know Anything that's gonna happen (laughs) Well,
1: hopefully it's the nonstop terror ride that it was when I saw it before, and buckle up if so. If not, let me (laughs) unhype it. It's not that good. It's only, it's bad, just like The Conjuring, and you're not going to be scared at all. So there you go. (laughs) Well, but one or the other. (laughs) One or the other. We'll have to find out. Isn't that an enticing way to lead you on to, to listening to next week's episode?
2: That's I'm now week. nervous to watch this because what if I hate it and Monica's going to yell at me? <laughs> but that's always a risk that you take, Sydney, okay. unfortunately. Okay.
0: So,
1: I mean, you know. I'll try to curb my anger. I'll do my very best.
0: Regardless, <laughs> it will be a further celebration of doll month. Um, and I'm just so
1: excited that we're doing this. I'm really excited, too, as we go on this journey with you both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, if you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Write something nice. Tell us we're pretty. Maybe comment on the podcast as well. There's so many options. (laughs) (laughs) Additionally, please follow us on all of our beautiful social media platforms at Spooky underscore Tuesday.
0: Bye, Spooky. Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamra Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamra. And our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at The underscore moon underscore OMG.
2: Andy, no, please. We're friends to the end, remember? This is the end, friend.